Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, God is in the blessing business. I'm in the receiving line. Man, that's a good feeling. You know, uh, I th- I thank God for waking me up in the mornings. I really, really do. I thank God for the spirit that he wakes me up with because I finally, but I finally figured it out. Such a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted, the fact that you are up today. The fact that you just got off work and you driving home. The fact that you got a job to come home from. The fact that you got a job to wake up to. Whatever it is, the fact that you can see, think, hear, smell, walk, talk, rhyme, reason. Whatever it is, it's a blessing, man. It is a blessing. See, every time he wakes you up, it's, 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 it's him saying, hey, I ain't through with you yet. Hey Amen. Still got, still got some work for you. Still putting you into the plan. And you know, um, I was talking to a partner of mine last night, and an analogy came to me last night of what my life has been like. And I was just going over my story with a friend of mine of all the some of the things I had gone through, and he never knew it. Cause he said, Man, you never told me that. We were just talking. One of the things I remember, and it's kind of equated to my life, was when I was a little boy, I used to go to the store with my mom, and uh, she would let me buy a jigsaw puzzle. And uh, I love getting a jigsaw puzzle because, man, uh, it, it, was, it was just interesting to me. 
you know, for those of you that grew up back in the day, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, I was telling my partner, you know, it wasn't no video games to play or nothing. So in the wintertime, a jigsaw puzzle was kind of cool to me. It gave me something to do. And what we do is my mother would spread out a piece of newspaper on the section of the floor or spread out some newspaper on the end of a table. And I would buy a jigsaw puzzle. Now, for those of you, a jigsaw puzzle comes in a box. There are no instructions. It just comes in a box. And it's simple. You're going to dump the pieces out in a pile. And you're going to try to put the pieces together until it looks like the picture that's on the cover of the box. That's as simple as it is. Here is the deal. I would select a jigsaw puzzle based on the picture that I liked and if I thought I could do it. Now, if the jigsaw puzzle, if the picture looked too crazy, if it looked too intricate, too detailed, I didn't want that puzzle. You know, and the thing was, back in the day, you got a jigsaw puzzle. You had 100-piece puzzles, 400-piece puzzles. Man, then they say a 1,000-piece puzzle. You go, ooh, man. So those were a little difficult for me when I was a little boy. So I didn't want that. As I got a little bit older, I had more challenging puzzles, you know. 450, 500-piece puzzles. But I always picked a picture of something I liked and wanted to see happen. So it's very simple. You get the jigsaw puzzle, you get it home, you open it up, you dump it out on the table. You flip all the pieces over so you can see them. And then I would try to sort them based on the colors on the box. If it was like a, a black section, I'd take all the black pieces and slide them over there. If it was some flowers, I'd try to find all the pictures with little jigsaw pieces with the little floor, and I'd separate them. And then I'd start putting it together. And the way I started was I'd try to build the border first because I knew all the straight edges had to be side by side at one point. So I'd go like that. And it was funny, man, because it's related to my life. I would start putting the pieces together of the picture I saw that I liked. And that would be my picture. And oftentimes when I got through with the puzzle, the puzzle would be about maybe two feet wide, two feet high, something like that. I liked them about that size. Sometimes I get a little bigger one, depending on the size of the pieces and stuff. And I would make that puzzle. A lot of people didn't like jigsaw puzzles. The majority of people I knew and my friends didn't like jigsaw puzzles because they didn't like the work. And I had a partner that used to come to my house and see mine and get mad, and he'd go home and start one, and it'd get too difficult along the way, and then he'd stop, go back to it, and his puzzle was left unfinished a lot of times. As a matter of fact, none of the boys on the street liked jigsaw puzzles but me. What happened was, as I got older, I wanted more difficult and challenging puzzles, but I wouldn't go too far. I wanted some nice stuff to happen. I had a picture of what I wanted for my life, but I didn't want to go too far because it was so challenging and difficult. I, I, I couldn't see myself with all of that, and I didn't have the time, 
the knowledge, the expertise, the figuring all the intricate detail. And I discovered something when I was talking last night. That's what happens in life to a lot of people. You get bogged down with the details of coming up. You say, oh, that puzzle crazy. Next thing you know, you crumble it up and put it back in the box. Or you go halfway and you get stuck. And you get to the part where it ain't a lot of different colors. It's all the same. And that's a little bit more challenging. So that may stop you. But it's somewhere in the jigsaw puzzle that it gets very difficult and challenging. The bigger the picture you want. But then what will happen in your life is just like what will happen in a jigsaw. Once you get comfortable and you don't mind the challenge, you could get a bigger picture. But here's the key to it, though. If you put God in your mix, see, the picture that I saw for myself as a boy is not the picture that has happened to me as a man. Because along the way from boyhood to manhood, from the time I was 10, you understand, what happened along the ride in there was I started putting God in the mix. And so now the picture that I have now is not the picture I saw. It's the picture that God saw. So what I'm saying, this analogy is, the picture you have may be difficult to complete, but if you were to include God in your life, put God in your jigsaw puzzle, God will not only help you complete the puzzle, and he gonna add some pieces, he gonna do some favors, he gonna show some mercy, and you gonna look up, and the picture that you're able to end up with will be totally different and much more complete, much more beautiful, a bigger picture than the one you had. Because there's no way that I could have saw the life that I have today back when I was a boy. And it amazes me when I hear people say, I always saw this for myself. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't quite see this for myself. I don't know how you can have the ability to see what God really has for you. But man, he's a masterful jigsaw man. He's an incredible puzzle completer. So if you got a puzzle that's challenging to you, what's the picture that God has for your life? If God were in your life, if you completed the puzzle, what would it look like? It'll be a far more extensive puzzle, and it will be a far more beautiful piece of scenery than you could have ever imagined. And guess what? He ain't through with me yet. That's what's amazing and exciting about a relationship with God. God could take your jigsaw puzzle and fix it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. May I have your undivided attention, please? As usual, Steve Harvey Morning Show is now underway. 10, 9, 8. Here we is! <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't wait on one. <laughs> right at yeah, I'm, I don't even wait on one. Get what? it cracking, baby. Get it cracking. Yeah, what's up, Shirley? Hello, Steve. It's here we are. Hello. It's here we are. Why are you always the English teacher on the show? But I'm saying we have English teachers The kids teachers is going to school. Exactly. We are at work. Exactly. What, what does that mean? Thank God they're going to school, and they're going to school to learn not here we is. But they're not coming to radio to learn. They're coming well, to why radio. Not? Why not? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're they not coming to school to what, Shirley? I said they're not going to school to learn here we is. They're going to school so they can learn here we are. When y'all listen to kids, 
When y'all get uh-uh, where uh-uh, y'all going. Don't you these children. Uh-uh. Don't you do it. No, when you get where y'all going. He has not introduced you yet, sir. So I don't get to talk. Uh-uh. <laughs> Why you got out of room? <laughs> wow. Man, y'all got me messed up. We ain't here for years. <laughs> I mean, your favorite. That's your favorite verb. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, ears is a verb. It's action. <laughs> Continue, Damn. Steve. Go ahead. Uh, Shirley, uh, Carla, for real. Uh, good morning. Here we is. Here oh, we are. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, the junior. Morning, Uncle. Is here we is, Carla. Yes, oh, yes, it is. Shut up, Junior. Now, if you time it, ain't we here? Oh, oh. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Here we are. We are here. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Man, that don't sound. <laughs> I know. It does. It sounds yes, beautiful. It does. Greetings to all. That just sound correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's we don't, even, we don't even do that. <laughs> well, good morning. It's Tuesday, baby. Yeah. That's what it is. Tuesday. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a great yeah. day, man. I yeah. feel good. I feel really, really good. Oh, good, Steve. I'm I'm always happy when you feel good because yeah, you, you work you know. a lot, so it's always good when you But you know, this this year I good. changed my attitude. I just really did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just really, really did, and it just helped me, man. It helped me in a great way. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable, man. Um, ready and excited. Ready to get my day off to a great start. Got a lot of work to do today. A lot of dreams to fulfill. Thank God for the opportunity mm. to live yet another day and be given the opportunity to wake me up so I can get one more day closer, man, Woo-hoo. to what it is He has for me. Yes, and boy, it's been good so far. Oh. A Good. blessing. Man. Oh, it's, that's a blessings thing. upon blessings Man. upon blessings. Yeah. See, we get to do it every day for work. I know it's fun. Jokes. Yes. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege. Yes, it, really it is. is. It TV really, really jokes, is. radio jokes. Y'all cut a microphone talk for a living. For real? Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, you ain't digging pipes, laying down nothing. You ain't mm-hmm. like, making nothing. Mm-hmm. No, no. We get making radio. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to play Ask Steve. I love playing this game. Okay. Let's go. I'm (laughs) excited. I like it too. Yeah. Right after this. Let's get some questions in, guys. Shorten your answers. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time for Ask Steve. You ready? Let's go. All right, I'm ready. All right, what, what's your golden rule? My golden rule? Your golden rule. Mm-hmm. Do what you say you're going to do. Hello. Yes. I love it. That's my golden rule. If you do that, everybody will respect you. I know. And, your and, woman will respect you. Your kids will respect you. All your friends will respect you. Your people at your workplace will respect you. Do what you say you're going to do. Especially with your kids. God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell them you're going to do something. Don't do it. Oh, no. You, yeah, yeah. Got but to stick you to it. promise. Yeah. Boy, you yeah. I remember my mom used to say that about you all the time. Whatever he says he's going to do, he does it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tommy, come on. You got one? All right, I got one. What uh, What simple thing improve your life? <sighs> now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know. What a, simple a... things improve my life? Yeah. Um. I think uh, free time, off days of nothingness, mm. sitting in my backyard in peace, 
not having to put on makeup for television, not having to take meetings, drafting up, writing jokes, chilling. That's that's one thing that does it for me. Uh, when I'm on the golf course, man, it's very solitary. It's me and a cart full of buddies that I know. Nobody wants nothing from me. I'm out there struggling, trying to make it work like everybody else out there. Sometimes I struggle better than other days, but mostly it's a struggle. On, on a golf course, which is one of the, some of the most beautiful scenery in the world. And then another simple thing that makes me, uh, I really enjoy going to brunch with my family now. Oh, you know, oh that's cool. That's cool. I really? like that, you know, sitting around with them, talking, watching them grow up, mm-hmm. you know, still in that stupid ass days. <laughs> It's fun watching. Mm. All right, come on, Carla. Before you go somewhere else with this. Right, right. Here we go. Well, here's this question. What is the name of the current chapter in your life? Wow. What is the name of the current chapter Mm -hmm. in my life? Yes, sir. Transformation. I like it. Oh. Okay. Explain, please. I'm in a transformation period of my life. I'm in the process of reinventing myself mm-hmm. from more of a into more of a businessman than an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So it's a wow. huge transformation going on right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this chapter is called Transformation. Mine is WTF. Because we're not going to harp on that, though. Come on, Junior. Get one in, please. All right. When is it the worst time to make eye contact with somebody? Uh, after the, after you done loaned the money and they ain't give it back. <laughs> that right there, that ain't good eye contact. There ain't no way to hide that feeling. That's one of the worst feelings, man. You done gave somebody the money and they ain't got it. But they sitting over there talking to you like and they ain't mentioning it. Yeah. You steady yeah. looking at them like, ain't you got something to share with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Okay, here's another one, Steve. Uh, I think I know the answer, but I want to know why. Texting or talking? Oh, definitely talking. Mm-hmm. And why? You you can't put tone and voice inflections in the text. Yeah. And then I don't know why, which, uh, uh, I know the uh, emojis. I don't know which mm-hmm. one to send. If you send me emoji, I I, I don't respond to that because I don't ever know what they mean. <laughs> the hell is this little yellow face winking at? Well, I don't know you. <laughs> it's like a regular face winking at winking. you. Winking? No, yeah, it's just a winking. You got Cute. your tongue out winking. What that mean? <laughs> what is that? Nah, 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 nah. You want you want you want to get licked? What, what, what did you say? This year? Yeah. Come on, Tommy. Nickname your parents used to call you. Boy. That was it. Boy. 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 I've been boy my whole life. (laughs) No, till my father died. When he was in the hospital, boy picked me up and kept me in that bathroom. Mm. Mm. Boy. Is it because you're always a kid to your parents? Yeah. Because you were the youngest. Yeah. My father, that's my boy right there. Uh He would come see me at the show. He sat on the front row. He'd be in the theater. He'd tell people, know that's my boyfriend that come out here. Aww. <laughs> he would tell everybody that. that All that... these blankety blanks in here can't see this blank. Oh. <laughs> that meant he was proud of me. Man, Steve. my father be talking that's to people next door. They said, you got to be Steve's daddy. Because <laughs> you talk just like him. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why you? How, he told us one day. He said, "How you think I'm on the front row? I ain't got no money for this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your daddy. But he was yeah. proud of you, though. That's that's another. Yeah, she told the Jewish lady love. told my daddy one time my ticket was one hundred seventy five dollars. Mm-hmm. He said, ain't no way in here. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this boy just ain't BB King. <laughs> my father didn't yeah. understand it. 175, you got BB King, Lil Milton. Yeah. Uh, 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 Bobby Blue Blaine. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, four, four five Bobby singers up there. <laughs> four seventy five. Hell yeah, and he ain't going to be on the front nowhere. I know all these songs. What the hell I need to be down front for? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Carla. All right, cake or pie? Mm. Oh, pie. It pie? just depends. Pie if it's cherry, cake if it's German chocolate. Oh, okay. so you like them both. Or good ass peach cobbler, though. Ooh. They hard to find nowadays, you know that? Yeah. Man, one of Steve's, one of Tommy's Christmas parties, though, he had a guy there that made some peach cobbler. He had all kinds of food out. That's all I ate the entire night. The whole night. I just kept kept going going back. (laughs) Who the lady over there eating all the doggone? Shirley, you must have been going through something at that party. No, but it was so good, though, Steve. (laughs) It was just so good. I didn't get a whole big old plate full, but I just kept going back. Bunch of little trays. It was so good. Yeah, it was so good. good. I was there. And then I asked Nesto to start getting it. (laughs) So it wouldn't look like a crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's Junior. Who has it easier, um, men or women? It's men. Women got to fight through too much garbage we be laying down, to be honest with you. You know. Uh, End of conversation. Hey, thanks for talking. Because if it was up to us, population be real low. Shut it down. It'd probably be about six people (laughs) already. Real low. All the horses be mine. (laughs) All right, coming up next, uh, more fun. Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, a college scandal. Uh, The actresses involved, Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, deleted their socials, but too late. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> too late. It's hot. <laughs> and then later at 34 after the hour, we're going to give you an update on Gucci. Wait till you hear this. But right now, the nephew's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What do you have for us, Neff? Church parking lot. Ooh. Church parking lot. We're going to run this thing now. He's messing with the people at church. Hey, those are the, them, them the best ones. Yeah. Them the best ones. <laughs> church parking lot. Here it is. Hello, this is Brendan. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Brendan. Hey, uh, I'm trying to reach How you. How you doing? How you doing, uh, Brendan? I want to make sure I got the right person. You the person that uh, you work at the at the uh, first of all, I go to uh, Saint, what's your name again? Uh, my name my name Calvin. Uh, brother How Calvin. But I go to uh, Saint <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church where you. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So everything all right? You need, everything's fine. Well, I got a little issue, and I'm trying to uh get to the bottom of it. Now you work in the uh, before service start, you you work in the parking lot on uh, and show, yeah, the, showing, I, I do attending, yeah, yeah, and you tell people wanna, where, where to park and stuff, right? Right, right. Would you looking for some uh, employment? You wanna you wanna join us? Nah, nah, nah. I, what to see the issue I got, man? I've been dealing with this probably about the last two months now. That, What's wrong, brother? Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. So the problem is when I come to the church last couple months, man. Uh, uh, I've been, I've been come like my, 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 my regular car then broke down on me. So I had, a, I got an old van that I've Sorry been. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I got an old van that I've been using to get around in. So right. now for the last two months I've been riding in it. When I come into the church, 
you know, you, and I find out who you were, but you keep sending me to the back of the parking lot. And then, but, you know, I noticed. No. That, nah, bro, not on the real. So you sending me to the back, and I'm noticing when I see cars that's like, 2010, 2015 car. Well, well, brother. Well, well, listen. We I, we don't have no uh, set place where we put model car. You know, I just I just direct the traffic, brother. Okay, so so you trying to tell me for the last two months you just direct traffic, but you yeah. di but you directed me to the back every time. But a car behind me or a car in front of me, it'll be going to the front. <laughs> nah. You, I, I, where are you getting this information from? You want me I, didn't, to I, didn't, that? I didn't see you, man, uh, send people to the front to park. I didn't see you do nah. it. No, nah, I just I just put, you know, the bigger uh, vehicles in the in the back. And um, uh, certain, you know, we it's really no schedule. If you, if you come in, I just I just direct you to the right or the left. I, it's, it's really nothing to it, really. So you're not so, trying to say so. So my my van being raggedy ain't the reason why I'm being. No, bro. No, bro. No, no, no. I would no. We that's not what we're about. Nah. Okay. I, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, I mean, so I guess this Sunday. Uh, let me let me. I'm gonna tell you about this Sunday. My, I can make sure. No, no. Let me tell you right now. When my van pull up there Sunday, I'm gonna tell now, you right brother, now. If I get sent to the back, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna be. Calm a, down, it's gonna brother. Be a, nah, it's brother. gonna be. A, problem if i get whoa, sent whoa, to the whoa, back you know you don't have to cuss brother just just calm down it's, it's not it's not that serious no it is it, that serious because see what no, i already no, know no, i know no, i got no. a ragged ass van i know that i know that but i but see that's the reason why i'm getting sent to the back and i know it because the car i had before y'all was sending me up front so i already know i'm just saying i'm telling you right now brendan i'm telling you right now it's gonna be a problem if i get sent whoa. to the back brother you just singled me out and, and no, no, did you... no! I didn't single you out. I, you, you are the person that has been sending me to the back, dude. No, I, no, I haven't. You, you, hey, man, you, why you keep? Why, why are you sending? Why, why, are, you, why, why are you accusing me of, I, of something? I, I ain't got because I didn't seen it. No, you are. You, you're calling me. You're calling me out of the blue, and, and you're accusing me of something that I'm, I'm, I'm not doing. I, no, no, I, you I didn't sent my ragged ass van to the back. You didn't done it. You didn't done it two months straight. Brendan, you no, have I, done no, it. I haven't. Yes, no, no, I have not. Yes, you have. You sent all the Please, pretty stop. cars up front. That's what you're doing. So, but I tell you what, come Sunday, going to be a oh, problem. If oh, I so now you're threatening me? Uh, you, you threat I mean, now, now listen, we, 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 we can meet up at it. We can meet up at it before any cars get there. How about that? I don't care how you want to do it, Brendan. No, I, no, you it, actually do know how you want to do it, so bring it then. Okay, I'm letting you know. My car, my van going to be no, up no, no, front no. comes your van. your van. It's me and you. How about that? You want, you want, you want to talk tough Tony stuff? Oh, you, oh, oh, okay. So you, you, you are you sweating all up now? You all right? So, no, so it cool. Sound like you already did. So I guess I'm matching you. Okay, well, no now, problem. I'm not gonna call. Listen, brother, brother, listen. You're not gonna call my phone and threaten me and tell me what you, what you think I did when I, I didn't do it. I told that? you, man. You've been no, sending me no, to no, the no, no, damn no, 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 no. back, no, we man. What you, we passed what you thought. Okay. That's what it is. No, it's what That's I what know. It it's what I know, Brendan. It's what I know, okay? Well, listen, you didn't, you didn't we, send me. Where you at right now? Okay. Where you know, you know, right we ain't got work. You know what? I tell you what. You come, right now. come Sunday, that's your ass, then, Brendan. No, 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 no. How about what you doing right now? What you mean? What I'm doing right now? I'm at work right now. Oh, oh, oh. So you, you at work calling me about some bull parking spot? Oh, okay. Oh, look at the cussing Christian now. Look no, at you. No, no. Look at the cussing. No, you. No, no, no. Matter of fact, you. Okay. If you want to do something, let's do it now. Parking lot, I don't, I don't care where we at. Okay, not, okay. Not so gonna, that's one thing you're not going to do is disrespect me. I'm telling you that right now, Brother Calvin.
You bring your ass down here, I'm going to fold you like a wet piece of paper. You don't know who you f***ing with, okay? I done been locked up six, seven years. I'm just in the church trying to get my life together. And you think you're just going to talk to me? You got another thing coming, brother. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if you want to get it on, meet me in the parking lot right now. I give you an hour to get there, you piece of See, now, now you're trying to scare me with your background. No, back, no, with I your background. To, I'm trying to tell you what you, it is. Oh, no, you're trying to scare me with your background or something. Like, evidently, you, you, I ain't know you had been in jail. With the wrong one. I'm just going to say this. Uh, do you know Lester that, that also yeah, worked? Yeah, I know Lester. He also had a cars parking? Would you try to buy, buy yourself out of this? This is what I'm about to lay on you? No, no. Because now you're talking about Le I know a Lester. Okay, okay. Lester is the person to tell me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Brenda, your boy Lester in the parking lot got me the prank phone Le call. You. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I brought the lockdown out of you, man. Did I bring the lockdown out of you? <laughs> Strangle Lester. Y'all got me out here talking reckless. I should hope pass it over here this way. <laughs> Well, hang in there, brother, uh, and, and do this for me, man. Tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey radio show, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you see somebody Sunday, pull up in a van, show them some love, baby. Show them some love. I might have to call out this week, man. I, my, I, my heart can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> Church people different, ain't they? Uh, yeah. He real yeah. different. Uh -huh. And that brother had all he, he go didn't, to church? Well, he didn't been to jail on it. Let me know, though. Hey, hey, hey. I, now, look, now. I haven't always been saved. right. <laughs> <laughs> and filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to work my way back. <laughs> okay. I'm pushing my button. Yes. <laughs> all right, let me put it out there. Friday, April 13th, I will be in Glenside, Pennsylvania, along with the beautiful Some More. It's Glenside, Pennsylvania. We will be at Keswick Theater. Keswick Theater, two shows. Tickets are on sale right now. That is Friday, April 13th. Me and Bruce Bruce, Friday, baby. April 19th, 8 o'clock show, Knoxville, Tennessee, at Knoxville Civic Auditorium. All right, nephew, thank you. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we're going to give you guys an update on Gucci. Wait till you hear all this that has gone down at Gucci, okay? But right now, in uh, today's entertainment news, actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, uh, they both deleted their social media accounts uh, in the wake of their involvement in the college admission scam. People were still able to dig deep in the, in the ladies' past, though. Uh, for instance, Felicity Huffman used to run What the Flicka. It's a, it's a now-defunct website where Felicity... Mm. <laughs> listen to this, though. She, Felicity Huffman offered advice on parenting. And then uh, Laurie, uh, you know, Aunt Becky, she's accused of paying $500,000 to get her two daughters into the uh, University of Southern California. $500,000? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah oh, they yeah. could have bought a college. Yeah, you got to be kidding. $500,000. Yeah. Yes, Steve. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. For both of her daughters. Anyway. Dog, you send your baby to a regular school, 160, you out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you pay 500000 to get them in, and you got to pay tuition. Yeah. Oh, you got to be crazy. Yeah, so she, she, <laughs> she had you a got tweet. got to be crazy. Y'all dumbass be sitting up at the house with me writing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Whitney, let's put a set together. Stevie, Jason, get your pens and come in here. Get in here. <laughs> okay. 
But she had a really, uh, let's say, a gem of a tweet from a uh, gem of a tweet from last February. Steve, she said, "The more important thing, there are more important things in life than money, like doing the right thing, words to live by." What you say, Aunt Becky? What you say? What was that? You know, so, man, yeah. that's so crazy. <laughs> I crazy. I just don't look, man. Mm-hmm. First, well. Look, I know this is going to sound corny, cliche, but first of all, the message you're seeing to your kids is wrong. Secondly, what about requiring that your kids do what they're supposed to do? Yeah. I know this sounds a little hokey, but that's really what it is. Now, have I done things to help my children? Yeah, but not at the expense of somebody else's kids. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. have I yeah. given my kids jobs? Yep. Yep. But I'm going to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gave your nephew a job. Uh, uh, hello. And have had no return on that. <laughs> Just a loss of I be damned. <laughs> you burnt that up. <laughs> There's some proud moments from the nephew. Come he on, got a whole lifestyle. <laughs> what has he shared with me, Shay? <laughs> Whole lot. The boy living in chateaus, driving yeah. roses, all this here. What have he shared with me, Shay? Have you been in his roads? Hell no. <laughs> been down to the chateau? Hell no. <laughs> what? Tommy. Okay. Not now or time. Okay, okay. But hold up, though. But did I, Ain't did... offering me to ride in the damn car. You lying? No. I went on I just saw it the other day in a magazine. Oh yeah, that was a That's nice right. article. I saw that. That's a nice Motor Train. Motor Train. Motor Train. Dog, I saw that. I did offer you to open for me. I did do that. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a good one, Tom. <laughs> Sure, wish I had time. Yeah, I know it. I know you would pop up, too, boy. At the Blues and Jazz Bar. And Bethesda. All right, listen. Um, uh, Steve, we got to get to these uh, headlines. Um, so please, let's go ahead and do that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Hey, everybody, this is Ann Tripp with the news. Let's go to New Zealand. Authorities are preparing to release the remains of the victims of last week's mosque shootings to their families. Officials say they're working as fast as they can so as not to delay traditional Muslim burial services any longer than need be. Fifty people now confirmed dead. Under Islamic law, the dead are supposed to be buried as quickly as possible, ideally within 24 hours. However, medical examiners say that some of the victims were so disfigured by their injuries that it was difficult to identify them. The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday concerning the state of Virginia's racial gerrymandering Manoring case. Republicans tried to defend the election district brown boundaries they drew back in 2011. Boundaries that a lower court rule unlawfully packed African American voters in just a few districts to dilute their votes. Judge Soto Sonia Sotomayor says it's clear that race dominated the thinking of how those new districts were drawn. Virginia's Attorney General Democrat Mark Herring says he doesn't think the GOP lawmakers can counter that argument. Nothing I heard changes my belief that it's time for this case to come to an end and that we implement 
fair and constitutional and representative districts for the next elections. The high court has until the end of June to rule. In Pennsylvania, a former pediatrician has been sentenced to 79 years behind bars for sexually assaulting 31 children, most of them as patients. Prosecutors say Dr. Johnny Bardo spent decades abusing children in his exam room as well as in local hospitals. The state's attorney, General John Shapiro, says amid all the pain, something at least positive is going on. I think there is a reckoning going on in this country. And powerful people like these survivors are standing up and speaking up. 19 people provided impact statements ahead of yesterday's sentencing. Okay, it seems like there's always a case like this going on somewhere in the country. This time, the sad scene in Pittsburgh. We're a white East Pittsburgh cop on trial for shooting an unarmed black teenager to death last summer. Prosecutors say the now former cop uh, Michael Rossfell shot 17-year-old Antoine Rose three times in the back as Rose ran away from a car that Rossfeld had pulled over on suspicion of a drive-by shooting. Someone else in the vehicle admitted to being the shooter. A resident saw Rossfeld kill the teenager, filmed it, and put it on Facebook right away. Allegheny County DA Stevens Zapala says uh, that Rossfeld, he's charging with homicide, saying that, quote, you don't shoot somebody in the back if they're not a threat to you. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to consider Virginia's request to reinstate the life without parole sentence of Lee Boyd Malvo. Remember, he was convicted of going on that killing spree with his stepfather, John Allen Muhammad, in the D.C. area. That was a D.C. sniper back in 2002. MySpace says photos, videos, and audio files uploaded more than three years ago could be lost as a result of a server migration project. People still use MySpace? And finally, today is National Chocolate Love. Chocolate. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So just in case you were wondering, Samuel L. Jackson is no fan of the president's, okay? Samuel L. is on the cover of the current uh, upcoming April issue of Esquire magazine. He has some pointed choice words for number 45. Uh, And Tommy, your nephew, maybe he'll make you proud now, Steve. Tommy is here to interpret on behalf of Samuel. Go ahead, Tommy. This mother is like ruining the planet and all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> and people think that's okay. It's not okay. And if you're not saying anything, then you complicit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let him finish, Steve. Let him finish. I know how many mother hate me. <laughs> I'm never going to see a Sam Jackson movie again. I don't care. (laughs) And if you never went to another movie I did in my life, I'm not going to lose any mother money. (laughs) (laughs) I already cashed a check. (laughs) You burn up your videotapes. I don't give a In quote, yes. Uh, man. Oh, he said all that, man. Get yes. this president off this mother planet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Uh, that is interpretation. Yeah, oh, man. That is in the uh, April issue of Esquire magazine. Pick it up. <laughs> it's Switch magazine. It's Esquire. an Esquire magazine. I'm getting two I'm going copies. to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> get two copies. This is why we love Samuel L. Jackson, okay? He does not mince words. And and ever since he turned 70, he's really, really, really saying what's exactly on his mind. Oh, I love him. Yes. He's a good looking 70, though. He looks fantastic. What's (laughs) the (laughs) f***? 
Because I got these chicks, right? <laughs> well, thank you, nephew. I, I mean, Samuel no, really, L. Thank you. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I appreciate that. Was that refreshing? <laughs> yeah, that's a great interpretation. Yes. Well, you're going to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on, huh, Junior? Man, right. what you doing that? I love Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson for president. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he man. would make a great president. Oh, gosh. I, I probably had to quit one of my jobs so I could watch more CNN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I definitely scared. had to come back stand up then. I'd yeah. have to come back, man. Just for Jackson, oh, yeah. dog, yeah. 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 <laughs> Samuel L. I mean, uh, he's classic. He's just the greatest. I'll give me some horn rim glasses and shave my mustache and be Samuel <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Boy. <laughs> All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we'll have that update on Gucci right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so last month, Gucci was in the middle of a fashion misstep when after much social media backlash and threats of boycotts and all that, they pulled their black almost $900 sweater, you know, the one with the red lips, which really too closely, way too closely resembled blackface. Uh, Gucci issued an apology, promising that they are fully committed to increasing diversity throughout their organization and turning this incident into a powerful learning moment for the Gucci team. So now Gucci has announced their brand new initiative. It's called Gucci Change Makers. Check it out. It includes scholarships of one hundred of uh, one and a half million dollars and twenty thousand dollar grants to be awarded to college students with an interest in the fashion industry. Check. That's good. Also, okay. yeah. Also, a part of the Gucci Change Makers Fund, five million dollars will be invested into nonprofit organizations that specifically work to support the African American community and communities of color at large. Okay. So that's good. That's five million dollars. Now, Steve, mm-hmm. you know him. Your friend uh, Dapper Dan right. uh, posted on the gram that he met with the CEO of Gucci, Marco Bazzari, in Harlem. He came to Harlem. And uh, Dapper Dan said that he has seen real action toward the solutions discussed. Uh, Black designers and fashion professionals will be given new opportunities through these initiatives. Now, let me say this. I've spoke to Dapper Dan. Okay. Uh Great. uh, Since the thing, and we've had a lot of conversations. We had a long, hour-long conversation uh, the day before New Year's Eve. He made the coat I was wearing. New Year's Eve, oh, this past Fox, year. The uh, countdown. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he made that coat, and uh, he was telling me, and what he's wow. explained, everybody is, he say, moments like this, for them to make mistakes like this, because when they make the mistakes, it's when we can develop and create the most change. If they never make the mistake, they will continue to do business par for course. You know, business as usual. But when they make these mistakes, it's when you can get in there and make change. And that's what he has Gucci doing now, making change. You know, because he says, look, man, he say it's the meeting that makes the change. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing to say that there's, you're never supposed to demonstrate. That's not what he's saying. No, or protest. That's right. That's He's not saying that. So when you get him to the table as quickly as Dapper Dan did, Mm -hmm. you got to give Dap his propers. The CEO came to Harlem Harlem Yeah, (laughs) to say, hey, what can we do to make it right? Who does that? They do it not knowing and not watching and not having 
the black presence in the company. The when you don't have do the that. black presence, yeah. you ain't got nobody to go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't do do you know how they finna feel if you make this right, right. here? Right. Dog, you yeah. pull that black sweater up and put them pink lips on. Man, you know what black people finna do? Exactly. You think so? Right. Yeah. Right. Then it would have yeah, been out. We know so. Yeah. But now you see that uh, brother that they pushing at Gucci. Because I'm going to tell you, Louis Vuitton. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the new Louis Vuitton collection. But that brother they got oh, doing yeah, the collection. Yeah, yeah. They got some fly stuff. Yeah. Oh, doggy. Oh, doggy, they clown. He said, oh, doggy. Doggy, they clowning. <laughs> Louis Vuitton clowning. <laughs> this brother that they went and got, Virgil Abloh. Oh, yeah. That used to be with uh, Kanye. Kanye. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This boy, this brother right here, is not playing with this Louis Vuitton collection. And Louis Vuitton got a brother in there. <laughs> and they need that. That's uh, right. Gucci got Dapper Dan, but they done got this other brother, too. I'm telling y'all, man, people have to make mistakes in order for change to occur. Yeah. Now, how are we going to fix this and really fix it? And that's what Dapper Dan been saying to him. If you had some people in the room, it would have never happened. Now, how do we get the people in the room? Black people are wearing your fashion. A lot of yeah. money at Gucci. Man, they do. Yeah. But see, what we got to do is we've got, telling you, man. True. All right, Steve, we get it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come we don't on. eat that. Somebody got to be at the table going, we don't eat that. When they set the plate down. <laughs> How about somebody back there in the kitchen making the stuff, cooking, going, you finna serve that to black people? <laughs> yeah. Dog, black people don't eat scones. <laughs> All right, up next, it is a nephew <laughs> with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. He claims he got a divorce from me. Mm. But right now, we'll, we'll get into that. But right now, it's your time, nephew. Uh, you're here with today's prank phone call. Mm-hmm. What you got now? My bones are weak. Mm. Now, let that settle in there now. My okay. bones are weak. Need some calcium? What? That's what I need. Oh, okay. That's what I need. So I call this man's uh, call this man uh-huh. and ask him, uh-huh. "Can I have some of your wife's breast milk? Because my bones <laughs> are weak." Run that, run that right there, cat. Hello, hello. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to speak to Ron. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? It's Foley, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, Foley. Hey, hey, I, I, I want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on the baby, man. I wasn't able to make it to the baby shower, man, but. Want to congratulate you on the baby, man, and and, and all of that, man. Uh, much success to you, man. Uh, you, you and the wife. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Foley. Yeah, well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife Danita. She came to the uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how how, how how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just you want you know uh, wanted to give you big ups. I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call a little girl, a little girl. Y'all had a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And um, Foley, real quick, what um, what baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family, and then one for my wife's side. Because you know they live different places and stuff, man. So, which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side. You know. Okay. Okay. She knows my wife. Well, no. See, see, Danita is actually friends with um with Kendra. Now you know Kendra, right? Oh yeah, I know Kendra. Yeah, we yeah, that's good friend of friends. Okay, she yeah. was she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes. They play cards. You know. 
Okay, okay, yeah. She she was with Kendra, man, and um, she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out, baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Uh, you know, right. and, uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. Hey man, I I just you know congratulations again, man. You know uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just I can't fully. I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you, and I just I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now me and you, we haven't we haven't met at all. Um, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah, I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man, uh, and she got it from Kendra. So I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Uh, what you want to holler me about? Actually, man, like I say, man, I've been I've been down for a minute, you know, and uh, I, I uh, actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating, you know. Uh, that's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, okay. And if if I don't uh, get the proper uh, medication that I need, man, then we. You know, it, it, it within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it, it it could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you it, know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I the the, the doctor told me that if I don't cry, bro, don't cry, man. The the doctor told me, man, that. You know, if, if I get the right medication, man, that, you know, I could get back up to 75, 80% healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, I, I I think that you might be, I think you can help me. With what Yo, I be mean. strong, man. Be strong. Just. Man, sit down, man. Be strong, bro. It's, it's going to be all right, but man. I think it's going to be all right. God is with you. I'll, I'll pray for you. I'll do all I can. I, I don't know. Well, well actually, actually, uh, the, the doctor told me, man, that if, for, if I, for six months, if I drunk breast milk, it will, it will, it will put enough calcium and, and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to 70 to 85% healthy. Breast milk? Yeah. I ain't got no breasts, bro. So, you know, well, uh, it's, it's not it's, it's not you, Ron. You you don't, you know. But you know your your wife does, though. Whoa, you talking about my wife's breasts, man? I, I'm, not, I'm not not directly, man. I'm just saying that she can, you know. I mean, if, if I had her breast milk for like six months straight, man, I could get back whole again, man. Hold up. You don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a, I just had a baby, man. Are you serious? I'm just, I'm just, all I'm no, trying to... you're asking to... for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. We can't share no breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name's Foley, Foley man. This is wrong, man. This is wrong. Okay. Wrong. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months. My wife's breast milk. We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand.
had twins, man. Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the f***? Man, I'm getting the f*** off this phone because I don't know who the f*** you are. You need to chill the out, man. You need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever the f You got the wrong number, man. Listen, man, all I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, nah, look, and then man, I'll let to you get know, off the right? phone, man. So I just I'm want to get off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why the gave you my number, because that's how you got it. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife, Marilyn, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are good, man. Boy, man, my wife, man. Man, Kendra, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> I, I got them, too. They done started something. Hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, man. <laughs> you know, every now and then a man needs some breast milk, and it, it will. It's for your bones. It's for the bones, Carla. You understand that, don't you? Y'all don't see this? No, we don't. I'm the only one see that breast milk is good for the bones. Let's, let's ask your uncle if he sees it. He's awfully quiet. I'm telling what breast milk do. It's I have good. no idea what it <laughs> And how the hell would I know? <laughs> Uh, I have no remembrance of any taste. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, ain't nothing wrong with loaning out some breast milk. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, I know, Carla. I know. Well, anyway, April 13th, baby, the nephew will be in Glenside, Pennsylvania, along with the beautiful Samoa. We got two oh, shows. Yeah. We got two shows at Keswick Theater, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. The following week, Friday, baby, me and Bruce Bruce teaming up. We are in Knoxville, Tennessee at Knoxville Civic Auditorium. One show, Friday night, April 19th, 8 p.m. You opening? It don't matter. Ooh, ooh, that was a low blow. I had to. I almost, no, I, I almost no, missed Tommy, it. I swear. I, almost I swear it was not intended as a low blow. <laughs> I'm really, I, I mean, Bruce Bruce is a legend too now. <laughs> really, Steve? No, no. You, so you saying you didn't intend crazy. for it to be shade? Yeah, that you, what you no, I was just asking who close. <laughs> you know what? Me and Bruce ain't decided yet. But when we do, I'm going to let you know. We got to get out of here. Listen, uh, thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. He claims he got a divorce for me. <laughs> we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for the strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, he claims he got a divorce for me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 53-year-old single woman, and I was dating a guy from my past. We reconnected five months ago, and he told me that he would not let me get away from him again. He told me that he lived an hour away, so he came to see me on the weekends. I was so happy with him, but I couldn't help but think that this romance was just too good to be true. 
My intuition kicked in, and I decided to Google him. His Facebook page came up, and he told me that he didn't do social media at all. The first picture I saw on his page was a wedding picture. His wedding picture. He got married a month after we started dating. I didn't want to speak to him, so I went off on him in text messages, and I was done with it. He called me begging to see me. He popped up at my house and job and sent me flowers, begging for me to let him explain things. I eventually had a change of heart and agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house so we could talk. When I walked in and asked him who lived there, he said he did. He told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the wedding annulled. I saw frilly pillows on the couch, a rat tail comb, a glass that had lipstick on the rim, and a few other clues, so I didn't believe him and I left. But the biggest shocker was that this man lived less than 10 minutes from me and he had me thinking he lived in another city. He must think I'm crazy because why would I believe anything he says now? I'm too old to be sitting aside, sitting outside his house doing, uh, doing surveillance to try to catch him in a lie. He swears he is divorced and he wants uh, to be with me for the rest of his life. Should I move on and forget about him or give him one more chance to get it right? Please advise. Okay, if he's divorced divorced isn't that easy to find out isn't that easy to prove i mean you could stop all of this you don't have to take his word for it and until then please move on i mean how much more evidence do you need i mean this guy it doesn't seem like he's right for you at all now does he uh he lied to you in your face uh you haven't seen a single seen a single shred of evidence that his marriage was annulled or that he is divorced uh or in his case his wedding was annulled uh so who cares what he thinks i mean yeah he's talking about he you're crazy he might think you're crazy he, he's the one who's crazy okay you saw it with your own eyes the lip stick on the glass. You saw the rat tail comb that a woman usually uses. You saw other clues. You saw the frilly, frilly pillows on the couch. I mean, in a court of law, the burden of proof would have to be on him and the trust has been broken. You don't believe anything he says. So if he really wants to be with you, uh, you know, he'll come with divorce papers and all that. But until now, go, girl, go on with your life and live your best life without him. All right, Steve? Well, ain't this an interesting letter? Mm. She 53. Let's go over this. Um, Start dating somebody from your past. Couldn't help but start thinking this romance just too good to be true. My intuition kicked in, so she say. So she Googled. Facebook page came up and told me, after he told you he ain't do social media at all, that's so easy to find out. First picture I saw on his page was a wedding picture, his wedding picture. He got married a month. Damn. That's crazy. I won't apologize to women. I'm so sorry that you have to meet people like us. I be damned. He got married a month after y'all started dating. So she went on her off on him by text. He begged to see her, pop by the house, flowers to the job, everything. Begging me. So she had a change of heart, and she agreed. 
Now, I understand all this up until this part. Then after this, here comes the shaky stuff. So, agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house so we could talk. Y'all hear that sentence right there? Yes, sir. I agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house. How that sound to y'all? Crazy. Sound like it's free and play. But he supposed to be an hour away. So now whose apartment he done got for y'all to talk at? Just close to your house. When I walked in, I asked him who lived there. He said he did. Mm. <laughs> I love this dude right here. Yeah. Uh, uh, me. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, I said, come over to the apartment. You What you thought I was talking about something else? Uh-huh. I'll stay here. What you tripping for? He told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the wedding annulled. Can I share something with you? And I don't want to sound racist. Black people don't get annulled. <laughs> we don't sound racist. We don't really. We don't really know how that's done. We we just it's a divorce. Will you continue? Let's go. I ain't heard none. Of I, I don't know nobody. Be got glad you. I've been on hold. I'm 62 years old. I ain't never met nobody got one to know. We just leave. They didn't got divorced and just drove off. Yeah. Dog just drove off and ain't go back, man. Uh-huh. So, told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the window. I saw frilly pillars on the couch, rat tail comb. The glass still had lipstick on it. When did she move out? Yesterday? Because <laughs> what glass you still got lipstick on it? Most. Yeah. And a few other clues. Or unless it's another girl. So I didn't believe him, and I left. She said, but then the biggest shocker, this is the one I like. He lived 10 minutes from me. He had me thinking he lived in another city. That's my favorite one. <laughs> to be 10 minutes round the corner, yeah. but tell you I live an hour away, so I'm only going to come up on the weekend. Hard oh, dog, I ain't never used that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, I know it's bros everywhere going, what? Yeah. You can say that? <laughs> yeah, dog. Y'all ain't tried that one? Nothing. Ooh, that's a good one. That's my favorite line in the whole damn letter. Say it yeah, again. Yeah, me thinking he stayed out of town. He stayed right around the corner. I could have walked over there. Right. What is good? <laughs> All right, listen, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he claims he got a divorce for me. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, uh, part two of today's Strawberry Letter subject. He claims he got a divorce. Let's recap, please. <laughs> Lady met this dude from a the past. They started dating. Uh, relationship going so good. Intuition kicked in. She go on Facebook. He said, hey, you don't do social media. She pull up his Facebook page. First picture, CC, wedding picture. His wedding picture. She got so upset, she didn't confront him about it. She texted him and told him. He said, hey, what is you talking about? Don't even worry about that. Give me another chance. I love you. I want to speak to her. So all this here begging you to come back. So you finally had a change of heart. And this my favorite part of the letter now. <laughs> he, he, you agreed to meet him 
at an apartment <laughs> close to my house so we could talk. I'm just trying to figure out how he is, how he said. Hey, listen, I want you to meet me at an apartment yeah. close to your house. What do you mean an apartment? No, just come on, don't. I got the key. That's his life. But you, you got a key to what apartment? Uh, you you going to meet me here what? <laughs> she get in there. What's with all these questions? Come to find out it's his damn place. <laughs> but he's got combs in there, lipstick, bras, everything. <laughs> bras. Bras. <laughs> he said his wife and him just had their wedding annulled. Mm-hmm. He loves her. Let's do this. I want to be with you. Here, the beauty of this was, here she find out he stayed 10 minutes away. She been thinking he lived out of town. Boy, that's a good one. I got to give God credit. You got to take your hat off now. That's good, it is. Boy, you got to go 10 minutes away and say, I stay an hour away. I can't get to you till the weekend. Boy, boy, that, I never even, I ain't never tried that one. That was a pretty good one, dog. Oh, man. Once again, I want to apologize to women. Thank you for, for that. these types of lies <laughs> that you all have to do. Now, she said, I'm too old to be sitting outside the house doing surveillance, which means she has. <laughs> she done been outside she done with just her, her eyebrows yeah. showing on the other side of the window. <laughs> she done been so low in her car, you can't see nothing but her eyebrows. Yeah. Should I move on and forget about him or give him one more chance to get it right? Please advise. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I just got I just got, the, got visual. the visual. Yeah. Her sitting in the car with her eye. All you can right, see. Right, right, all right. you see is eyebrows. <laughs> she done slumped down so low in there. She can drive that steering wheel with her breath. That's how low in that car she is. You are so stupid. She can hit the gas pedal in the brakes. She can hit the gas and the brakes with her knees. <laughs> she slumped down in that car with just her eyebrows oh showing. God, Steve. Oh, man. All right, now, uh-huh. should I give him a chance? Listen to me. All you got to do is just one, all you got to do is do one thing. Go right back on that Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If that wedding picture's still there, mm-hmm. he's still married. He can't take that picture down. Oh, so his wife would go, why you take the picture down? Or you go back to Facebook. If the picture down, you might have a little something. But know something now. Remember this. The key to this whole letter is he stayed 10 minutes around the car. <laughs> he been telling you the whole time he drive around. <laughs> he pull up, he pull up, just be sweating. Woo, I'm tired. You got anything to drink? Yeah, girl, I've been out here. Can you help me with some gas next time? I'm real rough. So Shirley, uh-huh. I'm the dude. And you're asking me questions. Ask me anything you would ask me about my status, marital status, why this house looked like this. Just ask me anything. Shirley is the lady that wrote the letter. I'm the dude that the letter about. And what is all? What are all these glasses with lipsticks and rat tail? Comb? What is? Don't you ever? Hey, 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 them lipstick. You know how hard to get lipstick off them glasses. Uh. You know, I normally take my glasses down to the restaurant. And, and I, I got some people down there washing for me. But I ain't been able to go down there because I've been working pretty hard. And you, you know what? Yeah, the, the whose lipstick is it? Hers. And who, who is hers? My ex-wife, the one I got to know me when I just told you this. <laughs> 
And you know what? You don't live an hour away. You had me thinking you lived in another city. You live right down the street. I told you to take me an hour to get to your house. Yes, you did. And you live 10 minutes away. You ever been out here in rush hour? <laughs> My GPS broke. Here I was, took me all out the way. Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't believe that at no, all. No, listen to me. My GPS been taking me an hour. I've been driving for an hour. I'm going, man, she stay a long way from here. You 10 minutes from here. <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. All right, and, and what are all these frilly pillows and all this stuff on the sofa? Oh, I like frilly stuff. Oh, yeah. oh do you now? Yeah. Yeah, my brother a pimp. <laughs> That's why, I, really? that's why yeah. I like stuff like that. Now, you said your ex-wife moved out. So if she moved out, why didn't she take her stuff with her? Oh, man, I'm so glad she gone. Uh-huh. Man, she don't try to tell I don't me even want to talk about it. Man, this is like hurting me. She just gone. Why didn't she take her stuff, though? That's what I'm trying to she just rolled out, man. Left, left me with all this. <laughs> you, have, you have any proof that you guys are finally divorced? I need to see proof. Hell yeah, you I don't did, believe, ain't you? I don't believe anything you say. You don't believe what? Tell, okay, tell me what it is you don't believe. I don't believe anything. You said you lived an hour away. You actually lived 10 minutes away. But you, have uh, you, you ever put the address in and, and your GPS sent you another way? They just sent me another way. I, was, I thought I was an hour away. Oh, so, Took me an hour to get here. Oh, so GPS is wrong is what you're saying. Mine is. <laughs> but you know, I really can't say it's wrong because I always ended up at your house. Praise God. There you go. Bring the Lord oh, on in. Oh. And you know what? You said that, um, you know, you wanted to be with me for the rest of your life. A month later, you get married. What is that all about? Girl, you, you I just told you I after. wanted to be with you the rest of my life just now. <laughs> I don't believe anything. See, I didn't know we was going to make it, so I had doubts, so I went on and married her. So you went on and got married. Yeah, because, you know, she was pregnant with triplets. (laughs) Are they yours? Because you are her husband. Well, I know one of them is. <laughs> Look, I'm, right yeah, yeah, I'm 53. I don't have I know, time. That was pretty good. I'm 53. I don't have time for this. <laughs> Thank you. This boy can lie. All right. Oh. Janey, yeah, Janey yeah you're a good liar. Oh, just because right. I had a baby? Oh, man. Look, we got to get out of here. Uh, email us or Instagram <laughs> us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. Leave him, lady, please, uh, at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, political news. Democratic candidate Elizabeth Warren had a town hall meeting in Jackson, Mississippi last night, and Beto O'Rourke raised $6.1 million in just a day. 24 hours. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. In today's political news, former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke raised $6.1 million. Oh, boy. That's a lot of money in your first 24 hours of announcing that you're going to run for president. Yeah. Whoa. That is the largest announced uh, first day haul by any 2020 Democratic hopeful, and he is outpacing his rivals. Uh, Beto was in uh, Detroit and had a town hall meeting. Also, word has it that Beto is possibly going to hire Jen O'Malley Dillon. Now, if that name does sound familiar to you, she was President Barack Obama's deputy campaign manager back in 2012, Steve. What's her name? Her name is Jen O'Malley Dillon. Jen O'Malley. Nobody remember that. (laughs) Jen O'Malley Dillon. Mm -hmm. O'Malley's normally a police officer, most O'Malley's. Yeah. 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 
Irish. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. but he raised that a lot of money in a day. In a day. He did, yeah. So that means he has a lot of people that believe in him, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. is good. He says I mean, his campaign is for the people. Well, so yeah, a lot of people in uh, donating yeah. as well. Then, <laughs> unlike the current what? president, oh, yeah. Trump probably envies him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good start if you because you need money. But just because yes. you can raise a lot of money doesn't mean you're gonna make a great president. But um, you know, that's a great right. start. That's a great yeah. start. Yeah. Um. He's going to get a lot of traction if he don't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the people who are going to get the most traction if they don't mistakes is uh, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Uh-huh. I think she'll make the most noise. I know Beto O'Rourke will. Mm-hmm. Bernie. Joe Biden, if he gets in. Bernie yeah. Sanders could have been president. Biden on the way, Biden. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Well, uh, meanwhile, Steve, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren was in Jackson, Mississippi last night. She was on the campus of Jackson State University, and uh, she was embracing her underdog role. She distinguishes herself as a capitalist, while Bernie Sanders, of course, runs a Democratic socialist campaign. Uh, Warren wants to fight the rise of white nationalism. And last night, a student asked her, well, take a listen. How do you respond to people who think that regardless of the underlying facts, the way you handled the question of your Native American heritage was tone deaf, offensive, and indicative of a lack of presidential tact? Well, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. I learned about my family from my family. And um, based on that, that's, that's just kind of who I am. And I do the best I can with it. You know, there was an investigation. Nothing I ever did or my family played any role in any job I ever got. But I'll tell you this, I have now done 38 town halls in Massachusetts last year. And this is my 32nd town hall since January. And what I've discovered is that people care a lot about what's happening to their lives every single day and what touches them, like housing and education and with health care. That's the kind of reason that I'm in this fight and I'm going to stay in this fight. And I'll tell you this, I'm going to fight it from the heart every inch of the way. I'll do my best. Hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, Senator Warren was also asked this question by a participant. My question is, Mississippi is a deeply red state and one of the poorest states in the country. Yet many white poor and working class citizens continue to vote against their economic interests. What message, if any, do you have that may resonate with them, that may encourage them to vote for you? So thank you for the question, Christopher. Look, this is how I see it. Washington is working great. It's working fabulously um, for giant drug companies. It's just not working for people who are trying to get a prescription filled. It's... It's working great for big oil companies that want to drill everywhere. It's just not working for people who see climate change bearing down upon us. It's working great for giant financial institutions and for payday lenders. It's just not working great for people who are living paycheck to paycheck. I'm tired of Washington 
that works for the rich and the powerful. I want a Washington that works for the rest of America. That's why I'm in this fight. And I believe on that, that Democrats, independents, and Republicans, they know a scam when they see it. And they see a Washington working for those guys. I think they're ready to get in the fight and get a Washington and a country that works for the rest of America. Thank you. Wow, Senator Elizabeth Warren uh, mm-hmm. at her town hall meeting yesterday in Jackson, Mississippi at Jackson State University. So okay. she's in the race. She is in the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. And a so woman. We'll and that's good. I like it. We'll see who gets mm-hmm. the Democratic nominee because that's a lot of them. Yeah. Yep. We got 35 now. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to a good day. <laughs> yeah. 35. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's going to be mean, interesting. Yeah, it yeah. will. I mean, the, the important thing, I think, um, is who can beat Trump, right, Steve? I think that's it. You know what I mean? That's, who they, that's how they're going to base their pick on. But, you know, I mean, man, if, if, we, if we don't pay very close attention to this electoral college vote, he could be president again. We gotta pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta educate ourselves. There's time now before the primaries, before all of this. You know, there this is the time to start educating ourselves and all of that. So I hope we do that and I hope we show up. Right. And we know that black women will be there. We yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, she called for the an end of the Electoral College last yeah, night she did. in Jackson, Mississippi. Because it's crazy, man. She yeah. did. It's not yes. It, the Electoral College vote was created for states way back Civil War period. And that was created to give them the same voting power as northern states. So that's it. All right. Well, um, yeah, you just got to vote. That's right. Coming up at the top of the hour, you guys are going to talk some basketball sports talk coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so yesterday, you know, we talked about the big basketball tournament that's coming up, guys. And I'm really kind of, I know it's not me, but I am kind Mm -hmm. of excited about the games, too, now. Really? Yeah, well, Nesto and I are. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, (laughs) Nesto. What is N I? It's really him. (laughs) It's really him. But I I have a part, too, because we're going to have a game party this weekend. And I just love, this is my part, I love being a good hostess and of course, yes, that starts, do. yes, I do, and that starts with a clean house when the yes, guests right? arrive. So my house will be uh, lemon fresh pine saw clean, okay? There ain't going to be no food set out there. <laughs> I'm going to get it catered. I'm going to get it catered. I do get a kick out of cleaning all this, all my services, like the floors, the sinks, the countertops, all of that with pine saw. Pine saw is the number one lemon scented dilutable cleaner. I love that, okay? Mm-hmm. Spring cleaning is in full effect around my house. Pine Sol, clean your way. And that's my way. Okay, All right, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, Junior. Clean. Yeah. Clean house. <laughs> clean it your way, then. My way, right? <laughs> All right, Junior, let's go. Talk some sports. Well, uh, we are we coming up on uh, the playoffs. You know, playoffs is about to start next. For the week. NBA? The NBA playoffs is about to jump Yeah. Off. We talked about the Bron yesterday. Don't look yesterday. like Cats Lakers going to be in it. Yeah, don't look like the Lakers going to be doing no, nothing. No, don't look like it. Yeah, what what they, do you think they saying about LeBron, man? They talk about LeBron and his, his leadership skills. And they, no, he has. No, they, it's unquestionable. They can stop that. He's a great teammate. LeBron comes to town to make everybody better. 
It's just what happened to the Lakers this year, I think, was when they were just starting to get a feel for one another, LeBron went down, and ball is out. So it's not his leadership skills. He been to the finals six to seven, eight times in a row. Yeah. Somebody doing something right. Somebody. (laughs) And you can say what you want to say, but he been in the finals. Yeah. So I don't think his leadership should be questioned at all. At all. Not at all. Celtics in the East. What you think about the Celtics? I think the Celtics could come out of the East. I think the Raptors are very strong. Philly. And I love Philly. Man. I love Philly, <laughs> Philly too, man. man. I, I love Philly, man. I just love Philly. I love watching Joel Embiid just be seven foot, playing like he's 6'3". More. <laughs> and be shooting threes nah, like that. He just had nothing. to shoot three. He going behind the back between his legs. Yeah, but y'all, uh, please don't sleep on Milwaukee. Because uh, they got a basketball team. I think Milwaukee and the Celtics is going to shock a few people. You think? That's what I think. In the West. I think Philly can take Milwaukee. Even with the Greek, I think they can take it. Well, what about in the West, huh? Golden State and Houston, any chance? Golden State. Yeah, Houston has a real chance, man. Houston has a real chance. Utah, I think they one player away. I think Utah's one player away. But Golden State... I think they'll go back to the finals, man. Oh, man. It's, it's just a team, man. It's, it's DeMarcus Cousins coming off the bench. Uh, KD. And then, you know, the, the uh, boy. Then the light skin boys. The, yeah, on. I ain't even got to them. Come on. No, they got a team, though. That's why I just, ah. Like, like how he, they passed the light skin. Don't, don't say nothing about them. <laughs> they the one hitting the jumper. Then Draymond Green, they go from light skin to dark real fast. Yeah, you know, it don't fade. It don't like, fade. Playing. <laughs> like you be looking at your TV, it be real light. Then all of a sudden it just dark. <laughs> be real dark. <laughs> like you can see everybody, then you can't see nothing. You know what? <laughs> really? No, no, because they do it because they got Draymond. Come on, that's not act like Katie ain't dark too now. Now Draymond a little darker, but Katie, but you go from light skin to dark. They two and two. Yeah. They real like that. Houston, I, I just think we 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 a couple players, man. You think so? Yeah, man. I just think we – dog, you cannot just shoot threes in the playoffs. They're not going to give you that. But, but let me say this. If that young man is healthy, if uh, – uh, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. If Chris Paul is healthy and don't get hurt, you got, you got a ball game. Houston is a problem, man. Houston is a major problem. I think they'd have beat Golden State last year with CP3 healthy. Yeah. They had a game set, they could have they got it. But I think now, man, it's just, I think we just one play away, man. I don't know what it is. We just like one solid Who forward. you think it is, Junior? I don't, if we had him, if we had LeBron. What? Yeah. We would be in there. He's with the Lakers. So, Shirley. <laughs> oh, what you doing over here? It's like, what she do? Oh, my God. But... No, Shirley, stay out the trash talking. But she saying. just go. We want LeBron, too. What you're trying to say is too late. That's what you're trying to say. Golly. In the words of Nene, I said what I said. (laughs) Don't nobody give a blank about your poll. (laughs) Anything about the big tournament? You want to talk about the big tournament? Let me tell you who to look for. University of Houston. They balling. They're a three seed, too. They balling. Watch them. Watch them be in the Sweet 16. They're going to make it that far at least. Do you know who all your number ones is, huh? Uh, Duke. 
North Carolina. I think Murray State is going to be the Cinderella team with that boy. I like Murray State. That boy can play, can't he? That boy. Ah, the guard. Ah, he's nasty. This boy ain't nothing like 6'2". But he play like he's 7 foot. What about hold on? Nothing but six two. Yeah, don't don't. Yeah, what, that's what all you getting, is. What you getting offended for? It's six foot seven nothing people on the but. court. Six two you is tall. You getting mad because I said six two? What, nothing but six. You said nothing but though. Six two is tall. Tough to you. Yeah. To everybody. No. To everybody. They got a six no, nine guy on man. the court. <laughs> you just. You, what about the six nine dude? Did he must be scary? Oh, I would. I wouldn't go around him. I wouldn't go yeah, you was I over there with that six nine, dude. It's like lightning. <laughs> what do you mean, Steve? You know, Tommy's scared of lightning. Oh so. yeah, he is. Well, any prediction for the tournament? Up? I, you know, man, I haven't really looked at the bracket. Bracket, to be honest, I like North Carolina, though, man. Maybe they need LeBron. I do. Shirley, be quiet. You, Shirley. Be quiet. Don't say nothing. Shirley, where is you even? Don't get mad. You know, when we do sports, go go to the bathroom or something. Go, oh, that's go cold. to the freeze. Oh, she just threw that right on in there. Maybe they need LeBron. <laughs> but when Junior said it, it was all good. Oh, that's what I wanted. Huh. All right, we'll be back with, with more. All right. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I guess Duke gonna need LeBron too, huh, Shirley, yeah. and, and everybody else. <laughs> Hey, that big boy in Duke, man, that, that center, that's a bad boy. Diane. Diane. Whoa, look at that. Yeah. How do you know him, Shirley? What was you doing? Because I, that's the one that broke his shoe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did. Stay right about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back with more. This was That was fascinating, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with more really? of the Steve Harvey Marty Show <laughs> right after this. No, it wasn't. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's a question for everyone. When was the last time you guys gave someone the middle finger? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Can you remember the last time you gave someone the middle finger? Yeah, uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't long ago. No, it was Ruben, the warm-up guy. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Steve, it is your constitutional right. Uh, huh? To give someone the, 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 the middle finger. A federal mm-hmm. appeals court says a Michigan woman's constitutional rights were violated when she was handed a speeding ticket after giving the finger to a suburban Detroit officer back in 2017. The decision means a lawsuit by Deborah Cruz Gullius can proceed. Detroit officer uh, Menard stopped Cruz Gullius, that's the woman's name, and wrote her a ticket for a lesser violation. But when that stop was over, the woman raised her middle finger. Uh, The officer then pulled her over uh, again and changed the ticket to a more serious speeding offense. The woman uh, sued, saying her free speech rights and her rights against unreasonable seizure uh, were violated. What's her name? Her name is Deborah Cruz Gullius. Yeah. You're not black. Uh, No. So what they saying is we can't we can't we can't do that. No, it's it, you have the apparently you have the right don't, don't, your free don't, speech don't, right, yeah. but you're don't black. That, yeah, don't don't talk Steve. Us. Black School dudes them. can't do none of that. No. Put hands on Steve. the top of that damn steering wheel. School them, Steve. <laughs> Put on, your Steve. wrist on top of the steering wheel at ten and two and spread all ten of your fingers. <laughs> yes, and if you can yeah. tape your tape your ID and your insurance outside on your window, so you ain't got to reach for nothing. It's all out there, right there on that window. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know we can't do that. We can't uh, reach for nothing. Uh, we can't turn. Uh, we can't do nothing. Huh? So he pulled, he pulled her over, gave her a ticket. Yeah. And then and she, gave she gave him the, the finger, <laughs> and then he pulled her over again. <laughs> but she sued him, though, and, and won. Well, they're going to yeah fight it out, I guess. This but is the us. police officer <laughs> could have just let her go. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that she did that, I, what did he feel disrespected Tick or protect, yeah, yeah it's like I'll show like you, you. I'll show you, I'll show you who you think you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tick I ain't shot. I ain't done that in a long time. What you ain't did what? Threw something out of the finger. I didn't say it. <laughs> you know, after fifty, you just say what's on your mind. You okay, say Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes, right there. Say it. But Steve said he just did it yesterday. He probably did it and said it. <laughs> Y'all did it to Ruben, the warm-up guy. <laughs> is that, why, Steve? Why? What did you do why? it to him for? I was just playing with him, really. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, okay. That means he love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's an endearment sign yeah. from yeah. Steve. <laughs> Best way he can express it. Yeah, well, what, what did he do? Did he shoot you the bird back, Steve? Flip you the bird back? What did he do? Oh, the last time. Yeah, he did. He just put it on top of his thigh, on his pants leg. Oh, so the audience <laughs> wouldn't see him. And act like he was scratching his leg with that finger, but I knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a term of crazy. <laughs> of endearment, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Carla, okay. have you ever did? Have I ever what? What? You're talking to Carla? <laughs> you ain't well, got to. I just want to hear ever what? I haven't done that in a long time. Like Tommy said, just, sometimes you just got to say it. Just say it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. I think she just gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So just in case you were wondering, Samuel L. Jackson is no fan of the president's, okay? Samuel L. is on the cover of the current uh, upcoming April issue of Esquire magazine. He has some pointed choice words for number 45. Uh, And Tommy, your nephew, maybe he'll make you proud now, Steve. Tommy is here to interpret on behalf of Samuel. Go ahead, Tommy. This mother is like ruining the planet and all kinds of crazy shit. And people think that's okay. It's not okay. And if you're not saying anything, then you complicit. I'm sorry. Let him finish, Steve. Let him finish. I know how many motherfuckers hate me. I'm never going to see a Sam Jackson movie again. I don't care. And if you never went to another movie I did in my life, I'm not gonna lose any mother money. <laughs> I already cashed the check. <laughs> you burn up your videotape. I don't give a. <laughs> In quote, yes. Uh, man. Oh, he said all that, man. Get yes. this president off this mother planet. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Uh, that is interpretation. Yeah, oh, man. That is in the uh, April issue of Esquire magazine. Pick it up. It's Switch magazine. It's Esquire. an Esquire magazine. I'm getting two I'm going copies. to buy it. Yeah. I'm getting two copies. This is why we love Samuel L. Jackson, okay? He does not mince words. And and ever since he turned 70, he's really, really, really saying what's exactly on his mind. Oh, I love him. Yes. 
How he can a good you looking not? 70, though. He looks fantastic. What's Because I got these chicks, right? Well, thank you, nephew. I, I mean, Samuel no, really, L. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Was that refreshing? Yeah, that's a great interpretation. Yes. Well, you're going to be something. <laughs> Keep on, huh, Junior? Man, I, what you doing that? I love Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson for president. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he man. would make a great president. Oh, gosh. I, I probably had to quit one of my jobs so I could watch more CNN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I definitely scared. have to come back stand up then. I'd yeah. have to come back, man. Just for Jackson, oh, yeah. all good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Samuel L. I mean, uh, he's classic. He's just the greatest. I'll give me some horn rim glasses and shave my mustache and be Samuel <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Boy. <laughs> we love us some Samuel L. Jackson. Huh? <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, we'll be back to close out the show with our one last break of the day right after this. Who put these snakes? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Um, Take us home with some great closing remarks like you always do. What you got for us today? In light of social media, in light of all of you, which is almost everybody listening, who has to deal with haters from time to time, Let me just say this. You can be surprised at what the president says. Or you can be one of those who say, I'm not surprised at all. I knew it. You can claim to have known this. How anyone could have known this quality of president is beyond me. This level of unpresidentialness is beyond me how you could have known that. But if you want to claim that, I'm okay with that. Go ahead. But whether it's him, whether it's social media, whether it's haters, you can listen to it. I'm not going to stop going where I'm headed to stop along the way and deal with something that has no bearing on where I'm headed. As unpresidential as this man is, he has no bearing on where you're headed. He really don't unless you allow him to have that. Well, I disagree with you, Steve. This this is my closing remarks. And you're okay to disagree with this. But Martin Luther King said it best. He said, a man can't ride your back unless you bend over. I'm not allowing the president, social media, haters, or anybody, and I'm inviting all of you to join along. They can't ride your back unless you bend over. Stand tall. Stay up. Don't allow these people to stop you. Don't allow these people to determine your outcome. See, here's the problem with stopping along the way. See, the problem with stopping along the way is it slows your progress. And ain't that one of the beautiful tricks of the devil? The devil is so smart, man. He knows what to do. He'll throw a curveball your way that really has no bearing on where you're going, really has no truth to it, 
and you wind up occupying time devoted to it, which is now slowing you from going where you're headed. Don't do it in 2018. That president that's in the White House, that, that, that man will not determine your outcome. He just doesn't. They're not making policy up in the White House for our benefit. But then let me ask you, when have they? Oh, we've had some stuff come down, you know, affirmative action, you know, which, which they took that back. You know, we've had, um, you know, some things come down, the Civil Rights Voting Act, which you have to re-vote for every year. they take that back if they could. Um, we've had a lot of things that have come. The health care, they're trying to rescind that. You know, we've had some stuff that could have really benefited us. But at the end of the day, we are the determining factor as to how far we go in life. And stop lending yourself to this president, to hatred, to social media, to people's opinion of you. Stop lending yourself to those things and keep going where you are headed. Stop breaking for foolishness. You know how you see people with the bumper sticker, I break for animals? You know, get you a new bumper sticker that say, I don't break for fools. I don't pump my brakes no more for fools. I have no time for foolishness. I don't care what your opinion of me is. You're wrong anyway. You know how many times people say things about you that are really so far off base from the truth? So why give it time? You don't even, most of your haters don't even really know you. And then you get the most hate from somebody that you tried to help. That's the other part. But because now their life ain't turned out where where they want it to be, now you at fault for that. So now here come the hate. Don't break for fools. Keep your feet on the gas pedal. I might make that my new thing. I break for no foolishness. Feel how you want to feel about me because the only opinion of me that really matters is how God feels about me. Now, I'm not saying it's not important how your spouse feels about you or your children or so forth and so on, but I'm not saying that. But the when it comes to haters, you know you cannot matter to me. You can't. Your job simply is to hate. You work for the devil. You're an imp. And the devil has millions of imps who are busy 24-7. They got fake screen names. When you go on their page to try to see who they are that says something about you, all their pages is private. What? How big of a coward can you be? You're going to say something about me, but you ain't man or woman enough to say who you are. Man, bump you. Get out of here. Don't break for foolishness. Let it go. Keep moving forward. God got a great life for you. You just got to claim it and don't let nobody stop you. Not the haters, not social media, and not your president. Okay? Y'all have a great weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Yeah. 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 God willing, I wake up. Yeah. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 